For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, Vol Nation. Welcome to another episode of Believe in Tennessee Football. I'm your host, as always, Kyler Curbison. Today, we're going to be talking about the recruiting uh, violations that might be coming up for Tennessee. Also, JT Shroud transferring. And I highlight some VFLs in the NFL, including Alvin Kamara and his six-touchdown performance. Let's start the show. All right, so before we get into the show, I uh, just wanted to shout out our sponsors at Bet Online. The NBA and college basketball are back. The NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner. With all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat the NBA championship or someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, you need to go to betonline.ag. So last week I gave a couple locks, lost on both of them. Uh, pretty crazy. I did uh, minus three Miami over the Raiders. They won by one. And uh, 56 points over for the Packers-Titans, and they got to 54. So just gut-wrenching. Very close, but not quite there yet. Uh, my new NFL locks of the week are uh, Bills, minus four and a half over Miami. Seeing what they just did um, to the Patriots, they're on a roll right now. They're getting really hot. Uh, Miami struggled against the Raiders. Raiders aren't a great team, and they're still not quite sure about their quarterback situation. So I definitely think the Bills blow them out. Uh, And then Dallas minus 2.5 over the Giants. Dallas has scored 30-plus points uh, in the past four games. Their offense is starting to click. They're actually starting to use C.D. Lamb more. And the Giants just haven't. Uh, I don't even know if it'll be Colt McCoy or uh, Danny Dimes. So their offense has been pretty stagnant. And I think, you know, Dallas wins by more than two and a half points. So from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always online casino as well, it never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, so let's get into the nitty-gritty of this recruiting violation. Uh, so, or investigation, we're not called a violation yet. Uh, so what we know so far is Gray and Maurer are involved. Um, they were interviewed some of their assistant coaches are involved. Don't know who exactly they are. 
Uh, but it looks like they received benefits. So probably payments of some sort. And then also uh, offensive line recruit Mims, who actually signed with Georgia instead of us, uh, is apparently involved too in perhaps receiving something. So that's what we know so far. Hopefully more news comes out as we go along. But I just have so many questions. First, was Maurer that great of a recruit to where we need to pay him? Um, he hasn't really panned out at all, and it kind of seems a waste of money. <laughs> uh, and then Mims, if if we paid him and he ended up signing with Georgia, how much did Georgia pay him? How is there not you know any thought that they could be the ones really shelling out some cash for this kid if he committed if we paid him and he committed somewhere else they probably paid him twice as much gave him even more money and just with everything that's gone on uh you know Hugh Freeze at Ole Miss um these violations Lane Kiffin having violations in the past everyone is cheating everyone is paying everyone it's a little bit easier to get caught now. The NCAA are sticklers. They're on top of everything. They're trying to catch every single person. And it makes compliance offices at specific schools very nervous. And they investigate themselves, which is what's happening here at Tennessee. I guarantee if the Alabama compliance office would investigate into Alabama football, they would find some violations. I guarantee it. They'd find him at LSU with Ed Ordron. They'd find him at Ohio State. I know they would. They'd find him at Clemson with Dabo. You're not getting every single top-tier recruit just based off your charisma. That doesn't happen. Okay? Everyone cheats. And you know what's crazy is they should cheat back in the day even more. I mean... Boosters just giving money to people like crazy. Not even really having the coaches be involved. It's just like boosters meeting with players and giving them money. You know, back in the 90s, the 80s. I I mean, there was a whole documentary about Miami football in the 80s. The U, and all they talked about was how they're just getting gifts all the time. You know. Boosters are taking them out, uh, buying them drugs. Like, it's insane. So, it's happened always. It's just NCAA is a little stricter now, and they are smarter and can catch people. But, I, you know, I love bringing in old VFLs, but the VFLs we brought in, older guys that have, that have played in the past, Jay Graham from 93 to 96, T. Martin from 96 to 99, Kevin Simon for 01 to 05. And then don't forget Chris Winky played for FSU uh, from 97 to 2000. All of them, I guarantee, got benefits, got paid, got some little money underneath the table because they were top guys on really, really good teams at the time. And they were the captains. They were, they were the big dogs on campus. I guarantee people were giving them money. It's just how it was back then, and you got away with it easy. It wasn't as strict now. 
I mean, I still think NCAA rules are sometimes ridiculous. I mean, when I was in college, I could not get a ride from someone on campus that I, I didn't know. So someone could not just give me a ride because it would be seen as an extra benefit that I the only reason I would get the ride is based off of me being a football player. So even if I met someone in class the day before and I'm walking down the street and they're like, hey, you want to ride to class? I know it's kind of far. They could not give me a ride. It would be illegal for them to give me a ride. How ridiculous is that? I mean, stupid rules like that. It's insane. So the whole system is, is flawed, but, you know, I just think everyone cheats. A lot of people get away with it. And it, I don't know if there's anything you can really do to change that. I don't know if there's anything you can really do to restrict all the cheating and, and be able to pick up on it for every school. I just don't think it's possible. Because the compliance departments for school, for each school, don't work for the NCAA. They work for the school. They like their job there. They want to be there. They, you know, and... Their boss's boss, the one who's paying their salary, wants more wins out of the program. So he doesn't mind paying. That's just how it goes. And a crazy conspiracy theory is that this was leaked by someone inside the facility so they would have an out of Jeremy Pruitt's contract. Because if he is violating... NCAA rules, recruiting violations, whatever, they can opt out of his buyout and fire him. Which, when you think about it, makes a lot of sense. I'm not one to be big into conspiracy theories, but that's kind of crazy and very smart play if it is what it, if it is what is going on. Very smart play by Philip Fulmer to be um, able to save some money. Especially if we're going to have to pay a new coach a big contract to save some money is pretty crazy. And I'm not sure about the rules with Butch Jones' contracts because I think it, if he got another head coaching job, we didn't have to pay him anymore. At least that's what I think. So I'm pretty sure now that's off the books too. So very helpful for a year of COVID where we didn't bring in as much as before. It's it's nice it's nice to have that um, added bonus of of him getting a job and I wish him well I wish him well uh, but yeah I just think it's a little ridic- ridiculous uh, to try and catch people giving out cash I, I mean it happens everywhere it's really not that big a deal um, I never got any. I never received any of these things. I got recruited by 20-some-odd schools, but I came from a good family. I was a smart offensive lineman in a good family uh, and went to a private high school, so there was no inkling of, oh, we need to give this guy money. So never got any. Wish I did. That'd be nice. Maybe I'd save it. Probably not. I was dumb back then. I would have bought a 
freaking Xbox or TV or something, which I'm sure most of these kids are doing. But it just kind of stinks, you know. I think now with the new rules of, of, of uh, you know, player likeness and they get to, you know, sell their likeness and, and be able to, you know, be on commercials locally and all that kind of stuff, it's going to, I mean, that'll help. It, it, it's, it's, will, it will prevent teams from paying them. But I'll tell you right now, teams better be smart and get uh, an ad agency to come in and have a program set up to meet with players and say, hey, this is how you sell yourself. This is where you can attempt to go. This is what you can do. This is the parameters you want to, I mean, that is a recruiting selling point. Like, hey, if you come here, we can help you make the most of your likeness. I think it's a good idea. So I would look into that. But uh, other news, UT football news, is JT Shrout is transferring to Colorado. What I don't understand, the whole dynamic, the relationship between Pruitt and Shrout is just like, was Shrout lying to him? Did he say that he was going to stay? Was he, you know, saying, oh, no, 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 like, I'm committed to the team, I'm here? Because if not, if he's not saying that, why would you put him out there? Like, if Pruitt knew that JT was going to transfer at the end of the season, which a lot of us as fans guessed that he would be out. He was fed up being behind Garantano, and he would be out trying to go somewhere else. He saw Harrison Bailey uh, riding on the wall, you know, signing another quarterback in uh, Kadon Slater. He would be out. And if Jeremy Pruitt didn't see that, I don't understand what he's looking for. If you know this guy's going to leave, don't put him on the field. Especially those last three games. Two of them were pretty much guaranteed losses. You're playing two top five teams. And the other one was pretty much guaranteed win. A team that had won a game all year. So let's put out the quarterback that you know will be there next year. Why would you even play JT Shroud? Unless he straight up lied to your face and said, yes, I'm going to be here. I mean, are you trying? Or did he say, I'm, I'm transferring and you're trying to keep him on by playing him? That just seems stupid. The guy's transferring. He doesn't want to be there. Let him go. I mean, this whole transfer portal, I just, I, I kind of hate it. I feel like it's a lot of quitting on the team, which drives me crazy. Um, and I feel like it's a cop-out for a lot of kids uh, that just, like, can't compete. Like, win the starting job. You know, sometimes it's it's unfair. Sometimes they're they're not seeing what you can do. They're not seeing your potential. Uh, the Joe Burrows of the world at Ohio State, they're picking everybody else ahead of you. They want the flashy running quarterback. And then, and I don't know, the whole situation that happened there. But, I mean, Joe Burrow, he had like five total games where he played – you know, fourth quarters at Ohio State, and he was able to transfer to another huge Big Five school in LSU, in the SEC, and the best J.T. Stroud was able to get was Colorado. That's the best team that you could get. I mean, if that doesn't say you didn't put enough on tape, you didn't show that you're an elite quarterback, I don't know what does. So if you're 
best school is Colorado, then, you know, maybe you weren't supposed to be here in the first place. I mean, I just, I don't get that. I mean, you played in multiple games, had a lot of film, and no other teams wanted you enough. And Joe Burrow had garbage minutes through 30 passes in his career at Ohio State, and he still got an LSU transfer. That's pretty crazy. So it just tells me JT's not really that great, which he didn't do that great in the Texas A&M game. So I'm okay with it. Let the competition begin, begin between Harrison Bailey and Kadon Slater. It's going to be a good one, and I'm excited to watch it. And I really hope that Jeremy Pruitt doesn't do the two-quarterback scheme um, like when we had, who was it, Schaefer and uh, Ainge for a year where we started both of them and they both played and all that kind of, oh, my goodness. Give the offensive line one guy to listen to. Give your offense one guy to lead them. Quit jumping around back and forth. It doesn't help. It makes everything worse. Please pick someone. And pick someone for every other position also, including the offensive line. Let's find a good offensive line coach that can help us and not randomly switch in guys because you get beat on one play. That's, that is never going to work. Guys get beat. It happens all the time. If you get beat, that's one thing. If you don't put in forth effort, if you don't uh, understand your assignment, that's where I would get upset as a coach. But just getting beat, you're trying as hard as you can, but that guy's a little more athletic than you. Okay, sometimes that happens. It happened to me when I played. I'm sure you guys remember it. But you got to have consistency. That's the only way to win in the SEC is consistency. I mean, think how consistent Alabama is. See them rotating in a bunch of offensive linemen and changing their quarterback every two series? No. Okay? You just came from there, Jeremy Pruitt. Take the example from them. Please quit subbing people in and out. It doesn't help. Um, I, I wanted to do a new segment today um, called VFLs in the NFL and just point out some of the guys that uh, still play in the NFL, some I got a chance to play with at UT that are just doing great. Um, they're showing out. They're, they're uh, you know making Tennessee proud. Um, so first three guys I want to pick, Morgan Cox, Alvin Kamara, Cordero Patterson. All three got Pro Bowls, got into the Pro Bowl. Great for them. Uh, you know, I played with Alvin and Cordero, two of the best athletes I've ever seen out on the field. Uh, Alvin could do some crazy stuff with his balance and body. And Cordero was able to cut running full speed, and I never understood how he could possibly do that. A lot of times guys make their cuts and their jukes and they slow down. Full speed juke. Incredible. Uh, and, you know, this past week, Alvin uh, went off, had six rushing touchdowns and 155 yards rushing. Um, and it's just, it, it's just insane. He's just so good. 
And a lot of people say that, you know, Butch Jones didn't use him correctly, didn't use him enough. Every time he goes off, you know, Butch Jones starts trending. I don't think that's what happened. I really don't. Um, When he was there, we had a running quarterback also. So you don't always give him the ball to run. As you've noticed, Alvin Kamara doesn't get as many touches when Taysom Hill is at quarterback because Taysom Hill can run the ball too. And he'll pull it and run it himself, which is what we did with Dobbs. We had designed run plays where Dobbs could hand it off to Jalen Hurd, Alvin Kamara, or take it himself. So we had three possible runners on one play. Okay. You also had wide receivers you wanted to get the balls to and pretty good tight ends. Ethan Wolf, uh, Josh Malone, Josh Smith. I mean, Jawan Jennings. There was a lot of guys out in the field that, hey, let's get the ball in our playmakers' hands. They do a really good job. So I, I, I just don't see it as he wasn't used enough. I think he had a good amount of touches. Uh, he was a great asset to our team and, and made us really, really good. So I think he got as many touches as he was supposed to get. Um, and some other VFLs over this week. Uh, Marquez, Marquez, Marquez Callaway, excuse me. Uh, he had three receptions, 26 yards for the Saints. I think, you know, he'll just continue to grow. And he, I mean, he could be the next Michael Thomas there, man. He's a great player, great jump ball guy, as we know, and uh, someone I really see success in their future. Uh, Kendall Vickers uh, played with him. Uh, He had a sack uh, this week, so shout out to Kendall. Uh, Malik Jackson uh, for the Eagles, he had two assisted tackles and a pass breakup. And then A.J. Johnson for the Denver Broncos had seven total tackles. I'm so excited that AJ is able to play. Um, you know, for three years he dealt with a court case uh, for something he did in college, and was fighting that the entire time. Stayed active, stayed in shape, uh, you know, and took advantage of an opportunity given to him after all of that was figured out. And now he's a start middle linebacker, and it's it's such a great comeback story. I I love the fact that AJ got an opportunity. I knew if he if he were to get one, he would start. He, I mean, he would be a starting linebacker. Uh, he's just one of the most ridiculous athletes I've seen. I've never seen the man get tired. Uh, he used to push himself even more and run with the speed group when we did conditioning just to just to make him better. Uh, he was the front all the time in every drill that we did. He was a true leader on that defense um, while I was there. And I, I'm just so happy for him. I think it's a great move for the Denver Broncos. I think he will be an all-pro player. I think I mean, he'll just be a dominant, dominant player for them. I really believe that. Super strong, super athletic, can move side to side very well, um, never gets hurt, and it brings juice. It brings so much juice to what he's doing. You know, he had to light him up, 
Um, he does the dinosaur now, and it's just exciting to play with him. And I think you know that rubs off on other defensive guys, which is why he's so good as a captain of a defense. So super excited for him. So glad that he's given this opportunity and he's flourished with it. Um, so that's VFLs and NFL. I'm going to try and keep this up as the NFL season goes. And, you know, maybe hopefully I can have a few of these guys on, uh, maybe in the off season. So I appreciate you guys uh, coming out, listening to the show. Uh, please rate and subscribe. Uh, let me know what you think about it. I saw someone give me a one star on Apple Pod. So please tweet me. Get at me on social media. Let me know why you give me one star. I would love to uh, take some constructive criticism. That's just how I am. So, if you gave me the five stars, share with your friends and family. Uh, look me up on all those social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, at Kyler Kerbison. Also, you can give me a call. My number is on all my social medias. And leave me a message. Let me know what you think. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Vols. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.